Today, we're going to answer the question of how much does it cost to get to F1? Race drivers, it's Enzo with the Race Driver Coach Show. Thanks for joining me again for this episode when we're talking about money. Not how to get money, but how much you'll need to go all the way to Formula One. It seems like now, since Netflix has covered um, Drive to Survive, it seems like F1 has got very popular, especially in America. And the grids, the junior grids now in Formula 4, Formula 3, Renault, uh, sorry, regional now it is, Carting, the grids are absolutely packed. And we think it's kind of because of the way the public is seeing F1 now and it being this cool thing to do. Uh, and there's parents signing their kids up to go and race and be in F1, and the kids are seeing it on Netflix and saying, I want to be a race driver. So it's kind of sexy now and getting very popular. And I'm still astonished with seeing like the Formula Regional and, and, F, and F4 have got like 50 drivers turning up and they're having to have heats now and a final, which hasn't been seen for a long time in junior racing, since probably the 80s and in the Formula Ford days. You can turn up and not be promised to make it to the last race. If you're not fast enough, you don't make it. You get knocked out, which is great for the sport. And it shows that there's a lot of money out there being spent at the moment. Millions. That's what brings me on to this, because a question of how much does it cost to get to F1 is something I'm asked a lot. Because if you don't know, if you're new to the show, then I train drivers to get to F1 on the skills side, the mental skills or driving skills, and pretty much how they are as an individual. So preparing them to be to go pro, even if it's not F1, just to go pro in no matter what, to make it as a professional driver and get paid to race, which is obviously the big goal, right, for it to be your career. But sticking to F1, you know it's expensive. You hear people say it's expensive. But I really want to let you know how much it really is and how much you need to generate as a driver and attract or get somebody to pay for you if you haven't got this in your back pocket, which I presume a lot of people don't have this kind of money in your back pocket. So before we get into the cash and how much it costs, let me just describe the structure of how you get to F1. Super license points is something that a lot of people ignore. They just see getting to F1 as being a cash thing. But you have to score super license points in order to get an F1 license. And to get super license points, you need to finish pretty much in the top end of a championship. You need to be fast. You need to be good. And this is the super license Wikipedia page. So if you have a look on there, you can see if you're watching this on video, you've got to be 18, right? At least 18 years old. You've got to have an international grade A competition license. You've got to have a valid driving license for the road. Um, you've got to pass a theory test with F1 sporting regulations and codes and things. You've got to have completed at least 80% of each two full seasons of single-seater championships. You've got to do at least two years, right? And then you must, like I say, accumulate this 40 points over the last three seasons in any combination of any championship. So that's it. Now, if you look at the actual points you get for each race in series, it tells you on this table, not every single series is on there. But if you're to win F2, if you're over 18, you've won F2, bang, you've got your 40. In fact, if you finish in the top three 
of F2, you've got a super license or you can apply for one. IndyCar, you've got to win it. Or I would say, yeah, you've got to win it really to be safe. F3 Championship, Formula E, World Endurance in a hypercar, that only gets you 30 for a win. Now you can see the points coming down. Formula Regional gets you 25 for a win. And if we come down a little bit more, we go to Euro Formula, gets you 15 for the win. Indy Lights does as well. W Series if you're a female. Then the F4 Championships, just so you know, you can see them here. You get 12 to win the championship, 10 if you're second in the championship, 7, 5, 3. So it really forces you because you can see the F1, F2, F3 structure gives the most amount of points. So it forces you really to go that way. I mean, you can come second or third or fourth in IndyCar and still not have an amount of points that allow you to go to F1. Yet you can do it in F2. So you can see that where they want people to go. They want people to follow this structure. As you can see on screen now, F1, F2, F3, Formula Regional is also a thing, or Euro Formula, F4, and karting underneath. That's the funnel. And you get the most super license points if you follow that funnel. I mean, you can get 15 super license points if you go to DTM and things like this, but really that's going to take you forever, right? And if after three years, you've won each year, 15, 30, 45, you've just about got enough points. But are they going to be looking at DTM, someone who's been at DTM for a long time, to go to their F1 in their F1 seat? Probably not. They're most likely to look at F2 drivers, maybe IndyCar, maybe someone who did F1 in the past, or maybe someone who did F2 and then went elsewhere, then came back. But you've got to have that super license. So that is really important to know when it's like cashing, you know, summing things up. So you say, how much is this going to be? You're adding it all up. You've got a total. Pretty much these points force you to go a certain route. So that's the route we're going to price up, the F1234 structure. In this diagram, I'm going to show you the price for each and every single level. First off, karting. Now, karting can be from 60,000 euros per season to 250, depending on what level. I mean, you can do it cheaper if you run yourself or it's a smaller championship. But championships that are worth their salt, they're kind of this price bracket. If you're going for world champs and you're out every single weekend, you're doing the Euros, you're doing all the big races, you're probably going to pay a quarter of a mil per season if you go that route. And drivers do this from the age of like eight onwards, Some sometimes younger, obviously, but about eight onwards, they start to spend some good money until they're around 14 years old, because that's when we can start testing cars. We can start racing F4 at 15. So that seems to be the transition period. Sometimes people stay in karting for a bit longer than that. So they're 18 and then they make the shift. Sometimes people don't even go karting. You, I've had drivers in the past that have gone all the way to making it pro. And it doesn't matter whether it's F1 or pro, because if you're good enough, it doesn't matter. But they skipped karting. They did something like motocross or rally, or they come from different, different disciplines or nothing at all. They were just good at driving. And they managed to learn how to drive in a car pretty quick at the age of 15, 16, 17, enough to bridge the gap so they didn't miss the karting years. So don't feel pressured, like you have to do top-end karting because it's not true. If you do some karting, it's great because it gives you something to do in your early teens or if you're 8, 9, 10 and you're learning the craft, it's good to learn it then, obviously, but you can do it cheap. But just so you know, people are spending between 60 and 250 on that. The next level, the first step to proper cars you know big cars where it's on the actual f1 structure 
is Formula Four. Now, Formula Four will cost you around 350,000 euros per season. Now we're starting to get deep into the pockets. 350 grand before you've uh, hired a coach, fitness trainers, and all the other stuff, travel, accommodation. It's going to cost you over a quarter of a million. It's 350 grand for that first rung of the ladder. Then you spend one or two years there. Then you step up. You could go to Formula Regional or Euro Formula. These both cost around 650 grand. They get you pretty good super license points. Euro Formula, not so much, but Formula Regional does. Uh, but 650 grand, it's quite a pocket, right? You're over a mil already in cars. You spend one or two years there, or you can skip that from F4 if you're good enough. You have to be good enough to make the jump and go straight to F3. Now, F3 costs you a cool 1 million euro per season. Now, these prices, by the way, you can get better prices if you go for a smaller team. You can get a better price if you're a fast driver and the team wants to invest in you. So maybe you get one for 800 grand an F3 seat. Or you can pay more because it becomes a bidding war. Like I said, it's really busy now. Lots of drivers throwing money at these race seats. So race teams are like, you know what? This is our turn. Let's turn it up to 1.2. So there are people paying 1.2, 1.3 mil for F3 seats in top teams just to secure the seat to get in there and outbid everyone else. So it is going a bit crazy. But these prices are kind of just giving you an idea. So you spend a year or two in F3. At a million each time, each pop, each go. Then you step up, if you're good enough, to F2. So F2 costs double what F3 does. It costs 2 million euro. 2 million euro. And people spend two years there sometimes. Now, this can be done more efficiently, obviously, by just doing F4 straight to F3, straight to F2, and, and then hopefully get to F1. But again, think of the super license points. You've got to be winning or in the top three or four each year in order to get them and get permission to get a license. And that still doesn't get you to F1 just because you've got a super license. You've got to be chosen by a team. So this is the tightrope walk, difficult plan that you want to walk if you want to get to F1. It's hard. If you just add this up, let's just say you do one in every year. It's like I've got four and a half million. That's how much it's going to cost, four and a half mil. You can do the express route if you're a champion each time and you're kind of like saying, right, I can't do two years in this championship. I've got to step up a category or two. Then you can do it for like three and a half, two, two and a half, three and a half million. But there's a lot of drivers. They do two years of F4. They probably do two years of F3. They probably do two years of F2. How much money is that? That's over six mil. Easily spent. Just trying to get a seat in F1. Then you got the final step. Now, I worked for somebody who pays for drivers, um, a management company that paid for drivers, you know, paid their, their budgets for them. They spotted and put them into F1. And once we had to pay five mil euros to get somebody into the bottom team in F1, which is great because they're in F1, brilliant, they made it. The only problem is because you pay to be there and because you're in a team that's not good enough to get results, Often you have to pay again the next year and they probably want more. So you pay that five mil, you think you've made it, but you get to like August, September time of the year and they go, the team says to the driver, we want to sign you. We like you. It's another five mil if you want to do it again next year. So you can get to F1 and you're still spending the money. 
to drive. Now, people like um, Perez have used sponsorship big time to help them get into F1. They sort of get a big sponsor to sponsor the team and their sponsors bring in that much money that they just say, we will sponsor you, but we want this driver to be the driver. So that's a way in. It's obviously tens of millions, right, to sponsor a race team in a big way, an F1 team. But that is what drivers have done. Even Alonso did it with Santander. He brings a big heavyweight sponsor with him, so then the team wants him in their team. That's quite clever. But you don't need to play all that game yet. Just now understand this is the price of F1, of getting to F1, the junior categories. You can sidestep it. You can do Indy Lights. You can do IndyCar for a little bit cheaper. But really, you've got to think about the super license points as well. And then there's not really any way around it. And believe it or not, the teams are not making much money. When they turn the price up because they can see the market's flooded, fine. They make 100, 200 grand off each driver. But usually if a team just makes a bit of money, they end up putting it back in and buying a new truck or something at the workshop or advancing their simulator. They're not the ones that are making all the cash. The people that are making the cash are the championships. Um, and obviously they make money off the cars being sold, every spare part. So it's a big business. But you've got no choice as a, as a driver but to pay into the system if you want to go to F1. You need the license points. You need the cash that enable you to get them super license points. Oh. And you need to be good. To get the points, you need to be good. To get spotted by F1 teams, you need to be winning. So don't just think you need the cash. You also need the skills.